Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. To see the earth as it truly is, small and blue and beautiful, in that eternal silence where it floats, is to see ourselves as riders on the earth together, brothers on that bright loveliness in the eternal cold, brothers who know now that they are truly brothers. These words of statesman and poet Archibald MacLeish were published on the front page of the New York Times on Christmas Day, 1968. If we can look beyond the gendered language of his time, there's enduring wisdom in MacLeish's reflections on the world that had changed overnight. On Christmas Eve, 1968, the crew of Apollo 8 hosted a live television broadcast, marking the historic first human orbit of the moon. Before their mission, no one had flown more than 850 miles above the Earth. Apollo had just traveled 240,000 miles to enter the lunar orbit. Nearly a billion viewers from around the world tuned in as the three astronauts pointed the camera out of their small window and read the opening verses of the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God said, let there be firmament in the midst of the waters, and God called the firmament heaven. And God said, let the waters be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear. And God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Commander Frank Borman concluded the broadcast saying, from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with good night, Good luck, Merry Christmas, and God bless all of you, all of you on the good earth. Apollo 8 gave the world the first view of the whole earth as a planet hanging in space. It was stunning. Borman describes it as the most beautiful, heart-catching sight of my life. 
This must be what God sees. Apollo 8 astronaut Bill Anders said, we came all this way to explore the moon and the most important thing we discovered was the earth. Seeing the planet from space was a profound revelation. It completely shifted our awareness of who we are and what is home. Our abstract understanding of living on a planet in a solar system became visceral. And there was an immediate recognition of that reality. The complexity and fragility of life on Earth were visible like never before. We realized that we are in space and have always been in space. After five decades and extraordinary advances in space exploration, we're still grappling with the implications of being passengers on what Buckminster Fuller calls spaceship Earth. The sensations triggered by the sight of the planet from space are so moving and so life-changing that the experience has its own name, the overview effect. This is journalist Eden Arielle Gordon. She continues, the feeling of seeing Earth from above has a powerful paradigm-shifting effect on the human spirit. The overview effect produces a clarity in astronauts about their own cosmic interconnectedness and responsibility. Most astronauts report three common experiences from viewing our planet from space. First, they realize the insignificance and fragility of life. Then they experience a sense of shared unity and responsibility to the Earth, an understanding that we're all just atoms within a larger entity. Finally, they're struck by a desire to fight for the future. Rushdi Schweikert, who flew on the Apollo 9 mission, experienced a euphoric, transcendent sensation when seeing Earth from above. He said, when you go around the Earth in an hour and a half, you begin to recognize that your identity is that whole thing. Edgar Mitchell, an always colorful Apollo 14 astronaut, reflected, you develop an instant global consciousness, a people orientation, an intense dissatisfaction with the state of the world and a compulsion to do something about it. From out there on the moon, international politics looks so petty. You wanna grab a politician by the scruff of the neck, drag him a quarter miles out and say, look at that, you SOB. The impacts of the overview effect are lifelong, and they've been compared to the feelings of falling in love or seeing your child for the first time. Astronauts may blast off as scientists or engineers, but they return to Earth profoundly and permanently changed 
by a radical sense of oneness with the planet and its inhabitants. The good news for us is that we don't have to leave Earth to learn the lessons from space. One iconic image from the Apollo 8 mission is credited with eliciting a vicarious version of the overview effect for millions of people. During the Christmas Eve broadcast, Bill Anders spontaneously snapped the photograph, now known as Earthrise, when he unexpectedly saw the Earth, half shrouded in darkness, rising up through outer space behind the surface of the moon. Journalists have called it the most influential environmental photo ever taken. And, I love this one, the great rearranger of human priorities. Anders' photo helped propel the environmental movement, ultimately inspiring the first Earth Day celebration. 16 months after the debut of Earthrise, 20 million people took to the streets to protest the destruction of the planet. That first Earth Day in 1970 remains the largest civic event in human history and is credited with giving rise to the Environmental Protection Agency and some of our most important environmental regulations. My friends, I invite us this morning to reflect on how we might invite the life-changing impacts of the overview effect into our lives. Perspective is one of the most powerful tools at our disposal. While we may not be able to travel a quarter of a million miles to the moon, we can always ask ourselves, will this matter five years from now? When the answer is no, and it's almost always no in my life experience, we can let it go and set our sights higher. We can cultivate awe and wonder as we gaze upon the stars, the oceans, the trees beginning to bloom around us, and the dispatches from our fellow travelers who ventured further into deep space. We can recommit to caring for our planet as the beautiful and fragile single living system we've seen her to be. We can forsake the boundaries which have always been an illusion between ourselves and others and those between nations. We are all made of stardust in the independent web, in the interdependent web of existence. We can embrace possibility and stay open to the magic and the mystery of the universe. I wish each of you blessings on your cosmic journey. Amen. And now for our benediction, 
I invite you to put your hands over your heart and namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Our benediction this morning comes from Rupi Kaur's Into the Stars. May the moon, the keeper of time and caller of tides, cradle you through the universe just as it pulls still water to the shore. May the voices of all who've come before you, calling out through time and space, remind you that you were made from the dust of stars and born with a galaxy in your eyes and a glimmer in your soul. May you feel the glimmer of a thousand golden threads woven between each and every person, connecting you to the world around you and to the universe itself. All are connected, all are one. And may you live, die, and pass on pieces of yourself to those who come after, knowing there are things in the world so infinite and vast that they never cease, like the universe the stars, the luminous trail of a comet's tail, and the miracle of life itself. Amen. Let's keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. I love you. Amen. ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace.